Hey, what's up folks, and welcome back to another Lair Belair. In this tutorial, we're gonna take a look at our Pi Portal uh, wall mount design and create a version that works with a wall outlet. So this is the light switch version. And I got a tweet by an Andy Lear. Thank you, sir, for sending this in. This is a great example of why we definitely wanna make a, a design that can be either parametric or that fits uh, this type of light switch. So let's take a look at how to do that. So it, using the existing design that we have set up, um, ideally, I really wish we could just uh, update the dimensions, um, but let's take a look at what happens when we do that. So I do have some user parameters set up and I definitely recommend uh, setting these up where they make sense. And for this one, I have the whole distance here and it's set to 60.3 millimeters. So I did some digging on the internet and found out that most light switches uh, or rather outlets have a, a distance of 96.8 millimeters. When I hit that, the design will update, but we're gonna run into a couple issues here. So the, um, first of all, the joints that are set up for the pipe portal here aren't really uh, kind of flowing with the design. They're not centered with the light switch anymore. Um, so there, we'll take a look at that. And you can see that we have some broken uh, geometry here in these screw threads and stuff. So. We could go through our each sketch and kind of fix it up, but really I kind of already assessed the design and uh, took a look at um, this the main sketch that kind of put this together and uh, there's no real good way to salvage or to repurpose this design, um, so I'm just going to create a whole new design. Um, but we can use a lot of the uh, kind of values and tolerances uh, that we already have figured out here for example, we, we already know uh, a good uh, set of numbers for creating these hooks here. So we're actually going to make it so that uh, our new wall plate can work with the Pi Portal mount because it is a two-part system where uh, this, this guy kind of hooks into these little uh, pegs here. So what's what we'll do. So let's go ahead and control Z that. And, uh, and that's the original design. We'll have this open as a reference point. So I already have um, created this. So if we have, at any point, if we ever get lost, we can always go back to this one, but let's create a new one from scratch. So I have this uh, empty design here and I already have it saved. Uh, so what I'll do is I'll start off with creating a new component and I'll name it the wall plate. And um, I like to design where the front is the front of the thing and the top is the top of the thing, right? So I really like to kind of keep my design matched up with uh, the view cube here. So I want to kind of sketch on the front plane. So I'll create a new sketch right up here. And I want this to be a centered base design. So I'll just create uh, a rectangle here. I won't apply any dimensions to it yet. That way I have some degrees of freedom. And what I like to do is I like to grab uh, this, let's say this is gonna be our bottom edge and then I'll hold down shift and then select that center dot that's in the center of this origin. And I'll just click the midpoint constraint. And that way I can move this around and it'll always be in the center of our green line here. And then I can uh, move this up here too if I need to. So with that, now I'm gonna go ahead and open up our parameters window and start setting up some user parameters. So I have a plate height to do. I need a number here and then I need a plate width. I need to probably keep the same camel case. Let's say this is half of that, so like 54. And then I need a depth as well. Uh, let's say uh, plate uh, uh, depth, right? And then we'll say something like four millimeters. 
hit OK, and then I'll start applying them. So for this one, it's the height, right? Okay, and then for this one, it's going to be the width. Okay, and then the depth will do it a little bit later. So now uh, I do have a um, some sort of reference here. So depending on whichever uh, light fixture we have set up, we do want to take perfect measurements of that. Um, if our spec sheet has it, we can just input those here. So uh, for this particular light switch, um, we will use, or it's not a light switch, I keep calling it that. It's a wall plate. That's what they call it. So let's use these numbers, right? So this is going to be in inches. Um, so we can convert those over in Fusion, no problem. So for the width, oops, we got to do that in a parameter window. So for our width, let's just paste that, say inch, hit OK. And then for the height, it's going to be 4.875. So let's just put inch there, and it converts it into millimeters for us. And then the depth is uh, 0.06, which is the depth here inch again, and there you go, it's like 1.5 mil. Wow, that's really thin. Okay, cool. So hit OK. So there is our uh, setup light plate. Now we need to create those mounting holes. Um, so over here, I'm going to, I need to kind of create a hole somewhere that's in, in the center of this. So what I'll do is uh, if I just roll over this right here, it kind of gives me an idea that it is in the center of that. So I'll just click one here. It's going to be six millimeters, but I could also Set up a parameter for that. Maybe I'll call it uh, M hole for mounting hole. And then just type in six for that. And then we can go back into this and then say uh, hole. And that'll be a hole. Now, instead of creating two holes, I'm just going to mirror this one. So what I'll do is I'll grab my line tool and I'll create a construction line. If I just roll over uh, here, it'll kind of snap to that middle there. I know it's the middle because it gives me that, uh, that triangle. So I'll click on that and then get the triangle on the other side. And now I have a nice line that separates these two. It's always in the middle. And if I ever update the height of this, that will always follow and be in the middle. So I'll hit X on that to create a construction line. And I, now it won't intersect our profile. And then what I'll do is I'll actually want to apply a dimension for, uh, from this center of this hole to, uh, to this edge here of the construction line. This one I need to put a number for now. So I'm just going to put 48. And what I'll do is I'll create a new parameter, and we're going to call this whole distance, whole dist, I guess, for that. And we need to know what the whole, uh, the distance between those two holes are. I did some digging on the internet, and I did find uh, something here. Uh, actually, I don't believe I did, but I did write it down here, and uh, this is the number uh, that I found um, on Google Images. So this one is subject to change, of course, and uh, if you put uh, this millimeters to inch, it'll give you, it's like 3.81 inches. So we'll keep it that, I'll say okay, hit okay. And then because we're using a mirror, I actually have to divide that by two, which is super easy to do. So we'll say whole distance divided by two, like that. And then uh, it'll give me the half of that. So with that, now what we can do is we can create a mirror. So I'll say I want to create a mirror of that object that's already selected, my mirror line will be that construction line. And if we look down, there's a little preview of that before we hit OK. Cool, now so if ever our distance changes, our whole distance, the uh, thing will update with us. So let's say we wanna go uh, down to like 70, you can see it's updating with us. Cool, and then I'll change it back to that. Okay, cool, so now we have that. That's pretty much all the geometry we need uh, to create this. Now, there is one little issue here. If this moves this way, all of a sudden it's no longer in the center. 
So to fix that, what I can do is I can create another line and I can say I want this line, you know, I want a line to be stuck to that center and then let's put in the middle of this construction line like that. So all now, all we have to do now is just kind of add a horizontal constraint to this line and it'll be perfectly straight up and down. So let's do that by just clicking on the horizontal vertical button and then bam, you can see that that purple color is now white, which lets me know that it is locked and uh, it's, it's fully constrained so nothing can move. Sweet. And again, if we were to update our, our, our whole dimension, uh, the bottom will update with it. Finish sketch, now we can extrude this out. Um, again, looking at it from the front view, I wanna go this way, right? I wanna go this way. And uh, that depth here, I can just type in depth, um, but you'll see that it's trying to go the other way. So I actually wanna put negative depth and that'll make it go that way so it's facing forward. And I'll hit okay. So there is our light switch plate. I can go ahead and hide the sketch because I have that behavior turned off. Normally it turns off automatically, but I like to keep it on. All right, so now that I have that, I actually want to bring in the uh, want to bring in the Pi Portal object that I have, the PCB itself. So I'll go into my Parts folder and bring it in. Right-click, Insert into Current Design. If I had a bunch of different components, I would create uh, a component and then bring it into that nested component. So for now, I'm going to uh, just leave it as it is and hit OK. At this point, what I need to do is to create a joint so that it is always in the center of our light switch because that's the way I want it to be. I always want this, uh, this, this PCB to be in the center, or at least in the middle, rather, the midpoint of this, uh, this line here. So let's see how we can do that with a joint. So what I'll do is I'll grab a joint tool like this, and my first component will be the edge of this guy here. And I want to make it so that the... Uh, the, the, the little, uh, I guess, the little icon there is kind of flat like the way it is now. So I'm gonna click on that. And then what I would do is uh, scroll over this guy, get to that middle point, and then you'll see that it's in the same orientation. So I'll click on that. And then what Fusion will do is, is update, uh, or give me an, a, a, a kind of a representation, a render, a little preview before. Now all the components that are associated to the PCB haven't moved yet until I hit okay. Uh, they're gonna, it's just visually gonna look like that. But at this point, it is in the middle, and uh, you know, you could kind of create some off offsets here. So if I want this kind of up, up away from the light switch plate a little bit, I can do that here. So I'm gonna put negative 10. Um, but for the, uh, the, X and the, y, or the X and the Z, I'm gonna leave it alone. So I'll hit okay. So when I hit okay, all those components get updated with it. And now it's floating in space there, but that's because we haven't created our mounting bracket yet. So we're gonna create that next, but let's go ahead and actually test out our joint and our user parameters. So bring up that user parameter window. Let's kind of navigate away there. Close this window, give us some more space. There we go, that's looking good. So now the width, or the height really, let's play around with the height. Um, so it says 123, let's do 124, or rather 130 millimeters. Okay, and you'll see that the Pi Portal is now still in the center, or still in the middle of, uh, of our edge there. So that's working out really well. So if we ever change this, we go higher, for example, that Pi Portal is just gonna always stay in the middle of those two uh, mounting holes, which is what I want. Very cool. Yeah, but our, you'll notice that the, the plate's changing, but the whole distances remain the same, which is good. So that means if we change this, um, we want the pi portal to stay in the middle because it's relative to the width of the uh, of the plate height now. So that's the way we have it set up. Change that back like that. All right, cool. So it's working so far. So now we can 
uh, create a new component and uh, work around our thing here. So I'm gonna go out here. It looks like uh, I accidentally brought in the component into the wall plate. That is not what I wanted to do. Unfortunately, I can't undo that. I can't like take it out, for example. So I'm just gonna leave it like that for now. Um, but that could introduce a problem, I suppose, but uh, we'll leave it alone for now. Um, but yeah, definitely, I probably should have brought this outside in the main assembly as opposed to being nested in the wall plate. So now I need to create a new component. So I'll create a new component. I'll call this one uh, the wall bracket. That's what it is. And it's on the root level here. So if I bring this down, you can see it's in the root level here. All right, good. So what I want to do is I want to sketch right on top of this light switch plate. So to do that, I will select the, the surface and then hit the Create Sketch button. And what I have here is uh, on some machines I, or on, on some installations of Fusion, you might get a projection already here. Uh, but the way I have it set up in my user preference, if you go up to your name and you go to preferences and you go down to design, you'll see here that there is an auto project geometry on active sketch plane. And I have that turned off. So if you have it turned on, you will probably already have all those geometries uh, projected in automatically. I do not, however, because I don't like to do that a lot. I just want to bring in a couple things. I want to bring in this, this, uh, this mounting hole here. So I'll just hit the letter P, which is a hotkey for project. I'll come up here and I'll grab this one as well. So now it says I have two selected, I'll hit okay. And now I have them in there and they're purple and they are indeed linked to the light switch because it has that little icon here, it lets me know it's a projection. If I ever wanted to break the link, I could just delete that icon, but I'm gonna leave it on there because I want it always to update. So again, if we were to change the whole distance, um, those would follow that, so that's good. The next thing I'm going to do is I'm actually going to project in the mounting holes from the Pi Portal itself. So I'm going to bring in those four mounting holes like this. I'm going to use the uh, the hotkey P again to bring that, to quickly bring up that uh, projection thing, and then I'll hit OK. You want to make sure the projection link is actually clicked on. You can have that turned off, and if you do have that turned off, they will not be linked, meaning they won't update when uh, something moves. So I'll hit OK. And now I need to start drawing out my geometry for the bracket. So I'm going to start off with the line tool. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to freehand this out. I'm just going to click on the general idea of where I want this to go. So I kind of want this to come out here like this. Kind of come over those, uh, those mounting tabs. Click in here. Like kind of do this kind of bunny ear situation. And then um, we'll come up here do here and then I'll close it off right there and that closes it. Now there are definitely some things we need to fix here. Uh, some of these edges are not uh, straight. So for example, this one, I'll go ahead and straighten that out and then straighten up any of the ones that, uh, that are kind of, I'm not sure if they're straight or not, but uh, that looks good. The next thing I want to do is I actually want to make these, these kind of mounting tab bunny ears. I want to make those um, a, a distance away from the mounting hole here. And what I want to do is I'll round these off to like six. And I'm going to do that for just about every, um, every edge that is close to that circle here. So as you can see, as I'm drawing it, I have uh, this, these, uh, these three edges are six millimeters away from that mounting hole. And I'm going to repeat the process for the bottom here as well using our line distance tool. And uh, if we wanted to, we could create a, uh, a user parameter to set this up. But uh, I plan to have the same distance uh, around that mounting hole. So now I have six over there. The next thing I want to do is I want to create some distance away from the center of this axis here. 
this line. So I need to create another construction line that will connect this, these two mounting holes together. And when I do that, I do need to uh, make, a, make that line into a construction plane so that I won't intersect anything. And now I can apply a dimension to go, that says I want a distance between that and the center here. I believe I use something like 26. And there we go. Okay, cool. So now with that, um, I want to create some distance from this area to this mounting tab on the uh, on the pipe portal itself. I'll make it six as well. And there we go. We can probably get this number here a little bit closer so that it is, uh, maybe I can get delete that and then say I want six millimeters away from here. I think that's better. There we go. That way it's always uh, six millimeters away from uh, any number of edges here. So now I have this area here. I could probably delete this. Wait, uh, yeah, I don't need it. So I deleted that auto-projected thing there. There was an edge there I didn't need. Um, what is this? Why is this? Oh, I can see. Yeah, that needs a horizontal constraint there. Apply it there like that. And that should lock in our shape. So that is kind of the shape. Let's go ahead and do a little quick test with it while I'm in here editing the sketch. So if I change the hold distances, where is it here, hold distance? If I change that number to a lower number, yeah, it updates there with it. All the, that, that square geometry is updating with it. There is a problem though, it looks like. This is still not, yeah, that needs a horizontal constraint. There it goes, now it's working better. I really recommend doing that, checking your work before actually extruding any of the profiles. That way we know something's, that we can catch something that would break or later in our design. So I'll bring back that value to 96.8 and it uh, looks like everything is still locked in place, which looks good. So you go, that is working out. So the next uh, shape I need to create is something that's gonna encompass uh, the mounting tabs on the, uh, you know, on the pipe portal. So I'll just grab my line tool again and then I'm gonna click around here, kind of freeform this. I need to create this shape like that, right? It's gonna encompass the the mounting tabs. Let's go ahead and straighten out our, our lines with some horizontal constraints. That's pretty much it. I can't apply one here because it's perpendicular with something that's already horizontally constrained. So that's pretty good. Now I need to add some, uh, some sketch dimensions to lock this down. Uh, so again, I'm getting some of these lines that I don't need, like this one. Don't need that. I do need those holes though. So let's use them now. I'll say I want this edge to be six millimeters away from that, that hole there. So I got six, and then we'll do this side over here. Same hole, six. There we go. That's looking constrained, but this is not looking constrained. It looks like that doesn't even have a horizontal constraint, so let's apply one. There we go. And then the last edge here is this one. This one needs to be constrained, again, six millimeters away from our mounting tab. So there we go. All right, and that's kind of pretty good there. So what I, I actually, what I, did in the other design is I kind of created a cut opening in here because to create this would be a lot of material and we kind of don't need it. We need to expose some of these things, especially for that reset button that we'll have access to. So I'll just hide um, that geometry there just so I can kind of create this, right? So what I'll do is I'll create, an, uh, I'll use my line tool and just kind of create that same shape that we have on the outside of it. And I'm not using an offset because uh, I think this will give us a little bit more flexibility than the offset. So again, I need to straighten up these lines. 
wherever it makes sense. Yeah, if I do it too much, it'll be like, hey, you can't do that. It's already constrained. OK, so then uh, I'll do some more sketch dimensions on these edges here. So let's uh, lock them out in place using the same value, 6. Why not? And then this is the last one from this hole, 6 right there. And you could have used this hole, but uh, you know I'm using that hole there. All right, so now we have something that we can extrude. Looks like something broke here. Yeah, it looks like it doesn't have a horizontal constraint. There we go. See, things are coming to intro. They get introduced as you sketch to it. So you can see now here we have a fully locked design, and uh, we have these two profiles that we can select and extrude now. Let's go ahead and do that with them selected. I'll hit E on my keyboard. That brings up the extrude command really quick. And then I can say two. I can make that a parametric value, but I don't think I need to. Uh, so there is our kind of main shape. That, uh, that we need for this design. So let's bring up our, our objects again, our wall plate and our pie portal. If we do a active component to the main assembly, we can kind of see it here. Let me open that and hide that sketch for now. There we go. And uh, we can bring up our materials profile. Let's bring in some color here so that we can get uh, an idea of, of what's what. So there's our light switch and there's our bracket. At this point, we can... Um, we can we can play around with the thing again, the um, the user parameters. So let's say I want to go fifty. You can see that's working pretty good, and ninety, and then back to ninety six point eight. Yeah, it's working out pretty good. Yeah, nothing's breaking. And uh, if we were to update the the height of the plate, let's say we want five inches, you can see it's growing there. Rather, the place the the bracket's the same most likely because the hole hasn't changed, but the, the joint is being driven by this height. So you can see that it's just moving up there, but it's still the same geometry for the bracket, which is pretty cool. Let's go back down to four. All right, so that is probably gonna do it for this tutorial. I think um, as, we, as we keep uh, plugging away at uh, different geometries, we would make something that looks like this, where uh, we bring in uh, some some slots to create the pegs uh, to create this geometry. Um, we can probably do that for another tutorial, but for now I just wanted to create uh, the main kind of structure uh, to make it uh, so this can be updated um, for these type of uh, outlets. So I think that's going to work. Yeah. All right, well, there you have it. If you folks have any questions or if you want a part two for this, let me know in the comments. If you have any tips as well, please drop them there. That'll help me out and other people out too. Uh, that's gonna be it for me. But until next time, remember to make a great day. Bye folks.